Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, DeAndre Hopkins will be on the trade market this offseason. Should the Titans make a deal? I say no. I'll tell you why. Then I'll also tell you why it's important the Titans hire their general manager before they decide on an offensive coordinator. Also, Taylor Lewan made some interesting comments recently about a former coach on the Titans staff. We'll dive into those and his future with the team. All of that and more on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are going to dive into these DeAndre Hopkins trade reports and if the Titans should make the deal. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content for free on all platforms all year long. Going to be rocking with you guys throughout the entire offseason. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream. Also, if you're on the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell right now so you know when the content goes live and throw a thumbs up on the video. Uh, show some support for the channel, and I definitely do appreciate it. The show is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So number one, guys, diving in, DeAndre Hopkins will be on the trade market this offseason. The Cardinals have already put that out into the universe, and they have even said that they're going to tell the next general manager for the Arizona Cardinals that they need to work on trading DeAndre Hopkins. And look, guys, there is an element of Madden to the fan experience. When a big name is available or a big name is out there, there is a segment of fans that no matter who that name is, if they know the name, they're going to want the name. But I am here to tell you, no, do not trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I am not going to close the door entirely on a trade and say absolutely under no circumstance. I will tell you what circumstance I would make a DeAndre Hopkins trade, but it's very unlikely. Let's start with the reality here. Guys, the Titans can't make this mistake again. DeAndre Hopkins is a better player right now than Julio Jones was when the Titans traded for him. Number one, do not misconstrue what I'm saying. DeAndre Hopkins is still a better player right now than Julio Jones was when the trade got made. But guys, wake up here. A wide receiver who's starting to deal with a ton of injuries, who costs a ton of money, who was just popped for PEDs because he's getting older and trying to stay healthy. It, it just it, It's the Julio Jones trade all over again, but more punitive. So even though I think Hopkins is a better player right now than Julio was when the Titans traded for him, it's the same exact philosophy. Over 30 wide receiver, dealing with a bunch of injuries in recent years, 
PD suspension because he's trying to prolong his career and get healthier. Look, it just doesn't make any sense. From that perspective, where Hopkins is in his career. Yeah, it's a flashy name, sounds good, but it's the same mistake that the Titans have made over and over again, getting guys who are past their prime but are still super expensive. This team is in the middle of a youth movement, okay? The Titans need to get younger, they need to get faster, they need to get cheaper. They have too many expensive old veterans that don't add speed. This is not the move to make. We talk about the contract. Hopkins would cost $19 million next year. $14 million after that. And look, it was already reported when the trade rumor came out that DeAndre Hopkins wants a contract extension. So not only are you going to be paying a ton of money and paying picks to get this guy, but you're going to have to give him an extension that means that you'll owe him money Three years from now when he's 34? Guys, this would not be the move. I get it's a shiny toy. It's a shiny name. Ooh, I know DeAndre Hopkins. I want him. But come on, guys. The Titans just gave up a draft pick to get Robert Woods, who may be good on a bet on a different team, but he's an older wide receiver who doesn't have speed. Guys, the NFL is getting younger every single year. This is not the position the Titans are in. The Titans are not a DeAndre Hopkins away from being a Super Bowl contender. They're simply not. So this would be a mistake, in my opinion. Not only do you have to pay Hopkins, pay an extension to him for more years, but also you would have to give up draft picks. Is this team in a position to give up draft picks for this? No, they are absolutely not. Again, the team needs to get younger, The team needs to get faster. The team needs to get cheaper. That is done through the draft. This team needs a good draft, not to trade for an over 30 expensive wide receiver again. Okay? We can't do that again. And I know that it's going to be a different general manager. It's going to be a different person, all of that. But to pass on paying A.J. Brown $25 million a year, to then turn around, give draft picks, and pay DeAndre Hopkins $19 million a year, that is, regardless of living in the past, that is borderline insanity in terms of roster building. So absolutely not. That can't be the play. Now, I'm going to be honest for you guys. I have a scenario where I would do a DeAndre Hopkins trade. Again, this is unlikely. Incredibly unlikely. But... If Mike Vrabel gets his homie, Tom Brady, to come to the Titans, then trade for DeAndre Hopkins. If Mike Vrabel says, Tommy, let's do this one more run. I'll make a trade to get you a great wide receiver. I'll throw all the free agency money at the offensive line. Please come, Tom. And Tom Brady says, yes. Okay, then you cut Ryan Tannehill. That's $18 million in savings. And then you go get DeAndre Hopkins for $19 million. And Tom Brady takes a cheap deal to make all of it work. Okay, then you got me. Go ahead and make the trade. But that's not happening. That's not realistic. So they're not doing that. Guys, it's simple. Hopkins is over 30. He's been banged up in recent years. He had a PD suspension because he's trying to prolong his career. He's got a ton of money and you got to give up draft picks to get him. I'm sorry, but that's not not the move. If the Titans really want wide receiver that bad, 
Then you take Quentin Johnson, you take Jordan Addison, you drop drop down a little and take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Like the Titans need to get younger, they need to get faster. They don't need to make another trade for an over thirty wide receiver dealing with injuries. Even if Hopkins is a better player than Julio when the trades happen. Okay, so sorry, I know I got a lot of people riled up yesterday, but I'm out on the DeAndre Hopkins trade. It is not the route that the Titans need to go. And at Mike Vrabel's press conference on Monday, he said the team needs to get faster. DeAndre Hopkins does not get the team faster. And let's say this, Ryan Tannehill has never, never in his life been a guy who throws back shoulder fades on the sideline and throws pinpoint accurate passes to let his guys go up and get it. That's not how Ryan Tannehill does his best work anyway. So it's not a fit with Tannehill. It doesn't make any sense, in my opinion. Somebody like the Bears, somebody like the Giants, let someone else take the 30-year-old wide receiver with injuries that's super expensive and give up draft picks to get him. The Titans have done that before. It's time to move on. Get younger, get faster, build through the draft. With that being said, we are going to move forward. I think the Titans need to hire their general manager before they hire their offensive coordinator because there needs to be somebody to check Mike Vrabel's ego. We're going to discuss that, and I'm going to tell you what I think is Taylor Lewan's future with the Titans, and he made some really interesting comments about former offensive line coach Keith Carter, and we got to dive into those. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs, all your sports wagering information, stats, news, and analysis. They have all the latest odds and trends on every professional and amateur league out there. Head to their website today or just use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Also, do want to tell you guys about the Ultimate Football GM app, guys. This is a mobile game that is incredibly addicting. Have you ever wanted to manage an NFL franchise from top to bottom? You have the ability to do it with the Ultimate Football GM app. You can hire coaches, fire coaches, hire coordinators, scouts, training staff. You can trade players, make draft picks, sign players, cut players, navigate your franchise entirely for free agency, the draft, the season, all of that. It's challenging, it's realistic, and My favorite part is you could start a league with all of your friends where you each have your own team. We're doing that right now with all the locked on NFL hosts. It's great for a little bit of trash talk and it's a great way to get yourself through work, get yourself through the off season. It's a fantastic game that a lot of people have reached out to me and said they really enjoy. So locked on Titans listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code locked on in all caps in the Ultimate Football GM app. That's locked on in all caps. So download the game right now. Visit ultimate-gm.com or just look it up in your app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Titans fans, let's continue today's Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about DeAndre Hopkins, the trade rumors there. I am out on DeAndre Hopkins for the Titans. It's a mistake the Titans have made. 
far too many times. But now, I want to talk about the order of operations to which the Titans need to fulfill and fill, really, their vacancies in the front office and with the coaching staff. So obviously, we know the offensive coordinator position is open, all right? But we also know general manager is open. I think it is obvious the Titans need to hire their general manager before they decide on an offensive coordinator. Before we get into that, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, guys, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year long. I'm with you every single weekday throughout the entire year. You're not going to find that anywhere else. So make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. If you're on YouTube, Hit that notification bell so you know when I go live every day and throw a thumbs up on the video if you enjoy the free content I'm putting out. I don't ask for money. All I ask is for thumbs up, baby. Click that button. But with that in mind, let's dive in here. So to me, the big reason the Titans need to hire their general manager before their offensive coordinator is because Mike Vrabel is an egomaniac. All right? that right? I'm just going to put it that simply. He's a guy who is overly loyal to his guys for most of the time. He's a guy who doesn't like to make a lot of changes, and he's a guy who really believes that what he is doing is best. Some examples for you. In the 2019 AFC Championship game against the Kansas City Chiefs, multiple Titans veterans who were in that game have come out and admitted Mike Vrabel stole play-calling duties away from Dean Pease during the game against the Chiefs. How'd that turn out? Also, in 2020, Mike Vrabel refused to make Shane Bowen the defensive coordinator entitled. He only let Shane Bowen be a defensive coordinator in theory, and Mike Vrabel technically had the title of defensive coordinator. Mike Vrabel has shown throughout that he loves control and he just won a power battle with John Robinson within the organization. So we know what we need to know about Mike Vrabel. Now, I am on record. I think Mike Vrabel is a top 10 head coach, and I even said yesterday him making changes on the offensive staff that gives me a lot more faith in Mike Vrabel than I necessarily had before about his ability to do to adapt and change. But here's the reality here. Someone needs to check Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel needs checks and balances. Period. You can't just let Mike Vrabel do whatever he wants, hire whatever he wants, make every decision. It's it, He's proven to us that he doesn't do a great job with that. Okay, there are enough examples of him making bad decisions when he does what he thinks is best. I'm not saying you don't do what Mike Vrabel wants to do, but you need another intelligent voice in the room that has the confidence to check Mike Vrabel on his bad ideas. Okay, it's that simple to me. So before Mike Vrabel decides, I'm going with Tim Kelly, my friend, a guy who's in the organization, before Mike Vrabel decides, to go with Bill O'Brien, a guy who gave him an opportunity and cronyism and pay that back to him for giving Mike Vrabel the D.C. job in Houston. Before Mike Vrabel goes with one of his friends, which is what he does, goes with his buddies, before Mike Vrabel does that, you got to have somebody in the room to tell him it's a bad idea or you got to have somebody in the room to tell him, hey, we need to listen to these other guys from outside the organization. I went through a bunch of different Uh, offensive coordinator candidates on yesterday's show. We talked about Brian Johnson from the Eagles. We talked about Joe Callahan from the Cincinnati Bengals. We talked about Scott Turner, who was just let go by Washington. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, We talked about these guys. Look, at minimum, even if 
even if the right decision for the Titans is to ultimately go with Tim Kelly or to ultimately hire Bill O'Brien, one of Mike Vrabel's friends, I would feel a lot better about that if there was another person in the room checking Mike Vrabel's ego. It's really that simple for me. It's that simple. Somebody needs to be in the room to call Mike Vrabel out if he has a terrible idea. Okay? And not only that, but the Titans need to bring in these other offensive coordinator candidates to pick their brain about offense. That's one big secret that a lot of, of fans don't realize. These teams don't bring everybody in for an interview because they actually want to hire them. Some of the guys that are brought in to interview are guys that the team knows that they're not going to hire, but they want to pick their brain about how they do things. How did their previous organization run? If you had your opportunity to run this offense, what would you do? That, that kind of stuff is, is far more important than anything else. So what the Titans can't do is settle on internal candidates or Mike Vrabel's buddies. Okay? They need to pick the brain of these other guys around the NFL and, if possible, hire them. So, for me, it's all about the order of operations. We're hearing about GM interviews right now, and a guy that I am really excited about is Ian Cunningham, who is currently with the Chicago Bears, but cut his teeth building the Philadelphia Eagles roster. Ian Cunningham is a great candidate for the Titans. And I think he would bring a fresh perspective to the organization that could ultimately influence who the offensive coordinator is. And let me walk you down my thought process here. Let's say the Titans hire Ian Cunningham, who just spent the year with the Chicago Bears. Let's say that that relationship with the Chicago Bears makes it easier for the Titans to trade with the Bears for the number one pick. Let's say the Titans are smitten by Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, and they want to go up to the number one pick and get that guy. That can only work if the Titans get an offensive coordinator who will take care of that quarterback and develop them properly. So it would make sense that if the GM comes in and says, hey, I think we can trade up to number one, and Mike Vrabel says, hey, I really like this quarterback, let's do it then you need to hire an offensive coordinator with that plan in mind, knowing that you're going to get a new young quarterback. You don't hire an offensive coordinator based on Ryan Tannehill if you have a plan when you get a new GM to get Stroud or Young. You see what I mean? That would be silly. It would be silly. So the Titans need to hire their general manager before they hire their offensive coordinator or decide on an offensive coordinator so that the general manager can properly check Mike Vrabel during that process. There you go. That's my opinion on that. Now, Taylor Lewan had some interesting things to say on his podcast recently, and it shines a real light on the Titans organization, some of the injury issues, but I also want to talk about Taylor Lewan's future because some of you guys... You just got to wake up to what's what's really in front of us here. But before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best of both worlds when it comes to a protein bar. You get all the health benefits of a protein bar. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. But you get all the taste benefits of a candy bar. They have delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, 
coconut almond, and every Built Bar is covered in 100% chocolate. Guys, when we first started advertising with Built Bar, they were only available on their website, Built.com. And while you can still go on Built.com to get the Built Bars, now they have expanded. You can head to your local Walmart. You can head to your local Sam's Club and pick up a box of Built Bars. That's just how popular they have gotten. They have a 13-bar variety box in Walmart, in Sam's Club right now with flavors like brownie butter or brownie batter and churro. Go pick them up. You're going to thank me later. Built Bar, check it out today. Titans fans, let's cap off today's show. We're going to talk about some interesting comments Taylor Lewan made about a former Tennessee Titans coach and talk about Taylor Lewan's future with the Tennessee Titans that some people just seem to not want to accept the truth here. But before we get into that, I do want to thank you guys again for making Locked On Titans your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. You get all your Titans news here with me. Get all your NFL news with the Locked On NFL podcast. Going to bring you local insights you love and put a national spotlight on daily conversations on the biggest stories in the NFL. On Thursday's Locked On NFL show, I host the show. So it would be a tremendous show of support for me to go to the Locked On NFL channel and hit subscribe there. I would really appreciate it. It's available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Do want to remind you guys, tomorrow will be the last show of the week. I'm going to dive back into general manager candidates with you guys. We had a GM candidate decline interviewing with the Titans. We have a GM candidate set to interview with the Titans this weekend. So on tomorrow's show, going back over the general manager candidates for the Titans. But let's dive in to this Taylor Lewan stuff. Taylor Lewan said on his recent episode of Bussin' with the Boys, the one with Josh Dobbs on it, that... He did not have a good relationship with offensive line coach Keith Carter, who was just fired on Monday. He said that when Carter came in, it was a dictatorship. He said that their friendship got better as they worked together more, but then he corrected himself and said friendship would be a loose term. It was more of a professional relationship. Read between the lines, guys. Taylor Lewan hated Keith Carter. Hated him. And... I want to point out here as well, Dennis Kelly, uh, Dennis Kelly, not on good terms with the Titans organization after he left after 2020. Also, you guys remember Ty Sambrello? Ty Sambrello quit on the team in the middle of the season. Taylor Lewan also mentioned that the Titans practice really, really hard. Physical, grueling practices. And Taylor even said Keith Carter did not take care of veteran offensive linemen as much as he should. He said that. If you watch the clip, it's obvious he did not like Keith Carter. And it makes you wonder. The Titans finished the season with four out of five backup offensive linemen. All their offensive linemen got hurt. Go back to Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold was hurt the entire season with the Titans last year. Did he get hurt at all with Buffalo this year? 
No? Interesting, huh? Right. Pretty interesting. So, read between the lines on this. Read the tea leaves, guys. And if you won't, I'll do it for you. The Titans practice hard as crap. They run their veterans into the ground on the practice field. And then Mike Vrabel goes up on the press conference, blames the players off-season training for all the injuries, and says that the injuries that happen in the game aren't their fault. Well, maybe, Mike, if you didn't run veteran offensive linemen like Ben Jones, Roger Saffold, Taylor Lewan into the ground, and look, Nate Davis can't stay healthy all of a sudden now because the Titans are beating the crap out of them in practice. Now, I get practicing hard. If you practice hard and you practice tough, you'll be more equipped for the physicality of the league right away. I get it. But there is a line in the sand where you are pushing these guys too hard. And at this point, when the Titans have record-breaking injuries in back-to-back years and the offensive tackle for the last decade comes out and says, yeah, they don't take care of veteran offensive linemen in practice. They push us too hard. Well, maybe we can start to add this stuff together, right? Right? So, to me, I thought that was incredibly interesting to hear from Taylor. To me, it's an indictment of Keith Carter who was fired, and a lot of people are saying, well, he was fired, so, like, you can't blame Mike Vrabel. He was fi-. Mike Vrabel kept him around for five seasons, and if the entire offensive line room hated the offensive line coach, and if the entire offensive line room thought they were being pushed too hard in practice, well, who employed the guy? Mike Vrabel. There is a term in coaching, or a phrase in coaching. If you allow it, You're encouraging it. If you allow it to happen, you are encouraging it to happen. That's what it is in coaching. You either correct behaviors immediately or it's your fault that they continue. So if Mike Vrabel for five seasons let this dude alienate the offensive line veterans and Mike Vrabel was complicit in driving these dudes into the ground in practice, that's concerning. That is concerning. And with that in mind, speaking of driving these dudes into into the ground, guys, I'm going to say this bluntly. Taylor Lewan will not be on the Titans next year. Stop sending me comments. Stop sending me questions about restructuring his contract, about bringing him back for cheap. Uh, Taylor Lewan is done playing football. If you don't believe me, listen to him. He's talked about retirement. He's talked about not wanting to leave Tennessee where he has a great family. He has a great podcast. He has a great media career ahead of him. Taylor Lewan is done playing football. The Titans are going to cut him because he's $14 million and there's no dead money. The Titans are going to cut him. He said it himself. Oh, I'm getting cut. I'm getting cut because he knows. Because he knows. Taylor Lewan will be cut by the Titans and he is going to retire. It's that simple. There's no restructure. There's no cut him and bring him back for a cheap deal. to Guys, if you're Taylor Lewan and you've made millions and millions and millions of dollars, you've had multiple ACL surgeries, your body is beaten down, why would you play football anyways? Not only that, 
Not only that, but LeJuan has an incredible media career ahead of him. He's a fantastic media guy. He is going to be on game day shows. He is going to have recap shows. He has his own podcast that is fruitful. Ball's time. I, ju- I just want to let you know here, Brian Flores might be, Brian Flores is a defensive coach. So Brian Flores is not going to be an offensive coordinator. He's a defensive coach. He was just the linebackers coach for uh, the Steelers. So just wanted to let you know about that. Like any trades for, what are you guys talking about? Taylor Lewan is done playing football. I'm trying to tell you guys now. Lewan's done playing football. He's made millions and millions of dollars. His body has beat the crap. And he has an incredible career that he's about to go into. Plus, he doesn't want to leave Nashville. His family loves it here. Everyone loves him here. I mean, some people don't like him, but if you didn't realize how good Taylor Lewan is, then whatever. And, and Titan the Tiger, I got to disagree with you again. Lewan is not going to coach. He is going to be a media star. Taylor Lewan is going to be incredible in the media. You guys got to give it up. Taylor Lewan will be cut. Taylor Lewan will retire. Taylor Lewan will go into his media career and be a star. And good for him. Good for Taylor Lewan. He has given this franchise a ton. He was the left tackle during some of the best runs that they ever had. So I am here to say appreciate Taylor Lewan for what he's done. Yeah, Ramon, you know it. Ramon, Raymond, sorry. I don't don't know the correct pronunciation. He killed it in the Michigan game. Yes, Taylor Lewan was on the sideline with, um, what's his name? The punter, Pat McAfee. And Taylor Lewan was fantastic as a sideline guy. Taylor Lewan is going to have an incredible career in media for the next 30 years. And he's made enough money. His body is beaten up enough. Go be a father. Go be a media guy. Go run a podcast. It's that simple. It's that simple. So I'm just trying to break it to you guys easy. I've been saying it since the middle of the season. Taylor said it himself. He's going to be cut. He's going to retire. And by God, he should. And if I was him, I would too. Because he doesn't need to beat up his body anymore. He's made enough money. And he's got a great career waiting in front of him. So thank you, Taylor Lewan, for a great career with the Titans. The Titans have had some of the best tackle play of any franchise in the NFL since they started in Tennessee. And I want to say this, Taylor Lewan was drafted with the number 11 draft pick. And now Taylor Lewan will retire while the Titans have the number 11 draft pick set to take his replacement and the next left tackle of the future for the Tennessee Titans. That's going to do it for me today. Remember, tomorrow, breaking down GM candidates, talking about the interviews, uh, a GM candidate declined the Titans, gave them the Derrick Henry stiff arm. We're going to talk about all of that to cap off the week here of Locked on Titans. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.